Welcome to the SMB Advertising Podcast. My name is Mike Damanovic and I'm the host of this really special podcast, which is aiming to deliver you value on all aspects, advertising and marketing. So today with me, I have a very special guest, Thomas Moon from uh, Moon Co. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. So uh, Thomas, over the last 20 years, you've been working with all forms of marketing, really. Yes. And uh, Tina, Okla, Disney, Nike, uh, and Tele are just some of the brands that you've been working with. Yes. In that time. And uh, today you're focusing on helping small and medium-sized e-commerce stores. Yes. Uh, to grow via your agency, Moon and Co. Yes. Um, and then I guess uh, we should also mention that you're also running two very successful podcasts, uh, which is Success with Advertising and the e-commerce podcast, uh, which we will, of course, also link to. Thank you. Um, they are, of course, in, in Norwegian. Yes. Uh, so, welcome. I've really been looking forward to speaking with you. Yeah, me too. It's going to be fun. Uh, and I think, if I'm correct, you're one of the very first people that actually started with Facebook advertising here in Norway. Yes, very, very early, 2007. Early, 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 yes. Early, early. Um, I wonder just if you could say a little bit about that, that journey, you know, how it all got started and versus where you are now. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's, it's strange because it was so limited. It started with just simple banners on, on, on the site. Um, but um, the first phase of Facebook marketing in Norway especially was all around getting as much likes as you could. Right, and, and getting your engagement and you're buying fans with uh, pieces of chocolate or iPhones or invites to Spotify, which also was kind of hot at those, at mm. those times. Um, um, but I remember especially the big brands who were used to buying their, their reach, I felt frustrated at times of, of just playing this cat and mouse game of trying to get uh, free uh, free distribution. So when Facebook started to offer uh, to pay to reach more people, um, a lot of the big advertisers in Norway started slowly, slowly experimenting with it. Uh, but also from the start, they uh, Facebook had a self-service platform that made also small businesses being able to compete uh, with the big ones in terms of bidding to the audiences. Uh, and it was fun to kind of see I would say the smaller businesses got it faster in terms of what content and what kind of voice you could use to get get good results out of your your ads. Um, and um, the big ones were just focused on on the reach as they always are. Uh, but it took quite a few years from being able to just buy reach. And I think I remember it was magical saying I want to reach all the all the guys between 34 and 64 that lives in Christiansand, for example. That was something that was just amazing to me mm. to kind of just being able to do. Uh, but it took quite a few years until Facebook started with the tracking conversion, tracking results. And that's why I, when I really started getting passionate about it, because then you can actually measure uh, real return on, on kind of the effort on that platform. But it was, uh, it was uh, a fun time. A lot of people were um, very skeptical on it. You know, the radio, TV, outdoor <clears throat> was still very dominant. Uh, but, um, you know, the more Facebook started showing real data and, and giving you more and more demographic choices, uh, the more natural the choice became to put more money on that platform. Mm. Yeah. 
That's perfect. And um, part of what you've been speaking about now then is these small businesses that were quick to, to act. Yes. Um, but uh, here in Adline, we speak to quite literally hundreds of small businesses. And one thing that I've come up to again and again is their hard-earned ad budget. This is, you know, this is money that they've, uh, they've put sweat and tears into to working and then they've got their money and they know they need to grow. So then they, but this money that they have is their hard-earned ad budget. Um, but how w would you say a small business should be actually allocating their, their hard-earned ad budget? So, so, so first of all, you know, the alternative of not spending on something like Facebook, for example, is putting it in your local newspaper or on radio or something like that. And you don't have the same way of measuring results there. So it's more like hoping things would, would maybe turn out good or I will, will get some kind of return. So I think that the best alternative to spend the money is something that's very measurable. Mm. Um, uh, and the beauty with these platforms is that you can start with as little as like 10 euros a day, right? So you don't have to allocate thousands of euros to get started. You can only put more money into it when you see that it's working. So what I usually tell to small businesses is that um, I, I start really small, uh, measure everything, be patient, don't expect something to kind of just uh, blow up over, overnight, uh, but just slowly start adding more and more of your uh, advertising spend uh, on what's currently working. So I would say that small businesses where they're hard-earned money, and you know, it, it's real, it's, it's, for them it's like, do I take out a, a salary or do I put more money into Instagram or Facebook or something like that, right? It's, it's, it's uh, small businesses, they are vulnerable in that position. So I think it's, it's a superpower that you're able to see what's actually working. So I would, you know, a few, thousand, a few hundred euros a month and you, you're, you're off, right? And you can, you can just start spending more where you see it's actually where it is. So I think that, um, you know, st start really, really small. Don't, don't kind of overthink uh, that you have to spend a lot of money to get started and just... Um, follow the results more than the yeah let the money follow the results literally mm, yeah exactly so uh start small um find out what's working yeah and when you know what's working yeah and then you can start uh, scale up. putting on some more yeah, yeah. Uh, and again you know it, it should be like a long-term game for 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 all advertisers right so i think that's a mistake a lot of people are also doing is that when they see something is working they throw too much uh, too quickly uh, mm. on on campaigns and stuff like that. So um, my job uh, for a lot of our clients is actually holding back and and teaching them to be patient and, and gradually scale the budget more than just throw more at it. Because if you put kind of too much fuel on the fire, it'll, it'll explode and, and you'll start losing control and, and um, the results might not be that good. Mm. So um, start small, scale slowly and steadily. And you know that's the best thing uh, business can have is uh, predictable, scalable results, right? Mm. So, so just just be patient and, and gradually put more money into it. I think it's the best advice. Yeah, that's uh, and that kind of leads on to the the next question. I mean, we've talked a bit about Facebook now, uh, but a small business should they be prioritizing multiple channels, or uh, should they be putting, uh, so to speak, all their eggs in one basket? Yeah. Um, 
I'm not a fan of uh, all eggs in one basket. Although, again, so you're not spread too thin in terms of your spend, mm. you can maybe start with Facebook as a platform. I think that that's the easiest um, platform right now to start measuring and seeing some profit and results and then gradually starts you know, widening your horizon from there. Um, for most businesses, it makes sense to be on Google as well. Uh, so that, that's kind of the two minimum platforms I recommend. Uh, and a lot of exciting things are happening now on Pinterest, which is a very undervalued, underappreciated channel at the moment. Mm. TikTok is exciting, Snapchat is exciting. So, um, but you know, master Facebook first, get some predictable results out of that, uh, add on Google. Um, and uh, from there, it's more what's kind of what, when Facebook is starting to hit some kind of a ceiling, then you can kind of broaden your eyes a little bit. Mm. But you are extremely vulnerable if you just have, for example, Facebook. I have, I, I know people in the industry that, you know, had millions of uh, euros of revenue monthly um from facebook alone their ad account got shut down by some mistake and it took three months for them to get back it almost mm. killed their business right so if they had uh put more eggs in more baskets they wouldn't be that vulnerable great so we've talked a bit about the uh, the advertising and the spending yep but in terms of okay your campaign's running let's talk about tracking yep. so do you have any tips for small medium-sized businesses regarding tracking their performance? Yeah, so first of all, don't start spending money until you solve the tracking issue. Uh, because then you're just flying blind or mm. driving really fast on a dark road. Right? You, you don't know what's in front of you. You know, don't know what's working. You can't mm. prepare for anything. So before you spend more than uh, 10 euros a day, you should definitely just focus on getting that tracking going. And you should also have clear expectations kind of, of, of the goal or the kind of stages or funnel you want them to follow, right? So if you're e-commerce, you should track add to cart and purchases. If you are, uh, you know, a hairdresser or something like that, it's, it's bookings or filling out the contact form. If it's a B2B, it's like uh, measuring opt-ins to your newsletter or to your webinar or to download form, something like that. But you should, you should always uh, run campaigns that have a clear goal of that. Um, and, and you shouldn't spend money until you, can, you, you trust that those numbers are accurate. Um, and, and trust in this, um, this uh, capacity is... Uh, the number you see in, on the platform, on your platform or in Facebook or other places, and the number you see on Google Analytics shouldn't be more than 5 to 6% you know, uh, mm. away from each other. Then you have a quite confident uh, way of knowing that you're tracking things correctly, mm. and then it's easier to measure if it's, if it's uh, profitable or not. I have one final question for you. Yeah. And uh, because we have to get as much information as we can while we've got you in the studio. Yeah. It's not often we have uh, someone with your experience. But do you have any general strategic tips for SMBs um, that they're able to implement today yeah. uh, to improve their digital marketing? marketing? Yes. So there's two mistakes most small businesses do before they succeed with their marketing. One is that their website is not converting, meaning it's not clear what you want your audience to do once they hit your page. 
and then it's just uh, it's get it's like getting someone into your physical store, but you have no cashier register or you don't have any employees there, mm -hmm. right? You just you can just walk around and look at things, and and it's it's quite uh, you know it's not not valuable at all. Mm -hmm. So um, having a website that uh, you know what you want your audience to do and where you measure what the audience is actually doing is kind of the first thing you should should have under control before you start your marketing at all. And, and the second is uh, what we call the, the creative, meaning images, text, uh, videos uh, that are talking about your product or your service. Um, uh, you know, uh, most people don't spend enough time really trying to nail down how they can, can communicate as clearly as possible to their core audience what they want them to do. And there's usually a big gap between what the ad says and what the landing page where you're sending them are. Right, so no matter if the marketing comes from influencers or email marketing, SMS, paid ads, SEO, TV, whatever, uh, the message needs to be clear, and it, it you the, the website that that you're hitting needs to make sense, mm. and and need to be optimized for you taking the next natural step uh, to becoming uh, a customer or a leader or whatever. So, conversion rate on website, and testing different hooks on your creative, and just really narrowing down how to. Uh, get the attention and the trust of your core audience. That is the, the two things you should focus on first, and that will give you uh, so much better results on any type of marketing activity than if you don't think about those things. Yeah, uh, that's um, that's a really good <laughs> advice that you you can actually implement today. Yes, uh, I think people are surprised um, when they actually look at their website and how it's optimized uh, to actually, like you say, ha. <laughs> Do you even have a checkout box? Yes. Um, do you make it easy for someone to find the checkout box? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the messaging. And that can be something as as little or as small as having the price in your ads, for example, put at £129 or whatever it might be. And then they go to the landing site and then suddenly it's £250. Yes. Just those small uh, discrepancies. Uh, it takes away a lot of that trust that you need for someone to, 100%. to actually... Uh, and you know, actually, uh, a client of mine took this quite literally, and I'm glad he did. So he went into a coffee shop, and he showed. He he just started asking, you know, the people. He's, he was that guy who just suddenly started talking to you guys uh, that you know us Norwegians are comfortable with. But like, hey, I'm just trying to get some feedback. This is my website. What do you think I'm doing? Okay, what what do you, mm. what, what what do you think I want you to do on this website? And he got so much valuable uh, info. Uh, just you know, twenty minutes in a coffee shop, right? So yeah. that's very actionable. Uh, or you know, I like to ask my grandmother or my mom, like, what do you think about this? Where what are they doing? Just spend five seconds on this page, and uh, what what do they want them to want you to do? Mm. And you learn a lot. So I think that like that's the, probably the most actionable thing you can do. Thomas, thank you so much for your time. We've covered uh, quite a bit today. We've talked about how you should be allocating your uh, ad budget, uh, what types of channels you should be using. We've talked about tracking, and then the, the, the last two um, pointers from you that, that companies should be implementing. Mm -hmm. How are you communicating with your customers? Are you communicating in a way that you think is understandable, 
or in a way that they think is understandable. Yes. And then obviously the optimization of their websites. So this has been a really fantastic episode with lots of uh, great pointers uh, that I think also we in Adlone we're going to go away and implement. Good. And hopefully you guys that are watching or listening to this, uh, there's something that you can implement today. So thank you very much, Thomas. My pleasure. And thanks for listening, guys, and we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Cheers.